This time on Chocolate Hut Princess, Freddy got fingered. This time you can't change the channel. You retard slut whore. Welcome to Chuckle Hut Prince. Dog dicks! I'm Chris. <laughs> so if we're, if we're, if it's Halloween and we're in costumes and all. Uh, uh, and I'm Troy. Alabaster Gorgoth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, Alabaster. Uh, yeah, well, hell, I liked it. This is going to be a bad, bad episode, people. We're sorry in advance, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we... We dressed the uh, the podcast up as Chuckle Hut. It's a dog's dick. Stop saying that. What? (laughs) For the love of God. Brett, of all the dicks we saw in this movie, a dog's dick was not one of them. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the one I was talking about last week, so. Yeah, well, DDP is not the name of the podcast. Diamond Squatter! So this week on Dog Dick Princess, we've watched... For Halloween, we decided to dress up the podcast, and we're not going to do a horror movie. We're going to do a movie requested... As Dog Dick Princess. No. By Jeff Clark. He Clark said, Jarn. you guys should do... You should do Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, it's because I wouldn't chef about it for years. True. So we said, fuck it, and we did it. Thanks, Jeff. Yes, thank you? A fair response. Forty million fucking Deutschmarks. That's that's you're way early. This is why I wasn't in your chair. Ah, fair enough. So anyway, Freddie got fingered. Mm-hmm. It uh starts off. We meet our protagonist, Gordon. Yes, skateboarder Tom Green, doing some sweet, sweet. Sweet skateboarding tricks with problems by the six was playing in the background the whole time, like like grinding on the six inch high uh, flower bed edging. Yeah, or turning around on a skateboard. But he, didn't he even, really did all he didn't of those skateboarding. Ollie, did so no, but he did a pretty sick boneless. Yeah, <laughs> did all of his own stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That, I guess. And where's he headed, Chris? Cool. Well, he's he, headed to Hollywood because he's going to sell his drawings. He's headed to the damn bus station. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he has his X-ray cat drawings. Beep 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 beep. And he's going to go to Hollywood to sell them and become a bajillionaire or whatever. Uh huh. But don't worry, guys. He's not taking the bus. You're not taking that bus. No, because Agent Z has given him a car. Not just a any LeBaron. car. A LeBaron. Yeah. A what's convertible. The, what's the sound the license plate? Uh, number, number one, one son. Number one son. I only see one LeBaron, Freddy. <laughs> yeah, so the movie's called Freddy Got Fingered, but the, the lead character's name is Gordy. Yeah. Or Gordon. Freddy gets fingered later. Or 
previously pre-fingered i mean he was he pre- will pre- will have was have been fingered in the past future true yes yeah yeah i'll sign off on that <laughs> So old Gord heads off to his job at the cheese sandwich factory. But on the way... Driving from Portland down to L.A. But on the way... No, go ahead. What are you doing to that horse? <laughs> yes, we now got this farm... this is a stud farm boy. Yep. Because, yeah, after, after a horse wins a couple races, they all it gets to do is reproduce. So it's a stud farm. Huh? Boy. And uh, Gord helps out by jacking a horse off. Yep. He, and and he plays yells, with horses, Dick. yells to his dad, who is nowhere nearby, that he's a farmer now. Yep. <laughs> I'm a farmer! <laughs> and he, uh, he makes it to California, has some adventures at the cheese sandwich factory, where he uh, makes a s- fake wiener. Surfs on the... Uh, Conveyor belt while swinging a like basically reproduces that Ding scene. Dong. Yeah, reproduces that scene for Lumberjack Man. Only he's you know, Don't and he's you the, say the, that. the token Asian, and he's trying to smack people in the face with his sausage dick while yelling "Ding dong." Hey, it's more of a rubbing. Yeah, so, and he uh, he heads to the local animation studio. Radioactive! And he um, gets inside under the pretense that he has to tell the boss man that his wife is dead. Japan 4. Japan 4. Japan 4, is that ever explained in the movie? No, that's just a diversion tactic. Yeah, okay. uh, What's the shashu? Japan 4. Japan 4. Japan 4. And he, um, he explains to the receptionist. Drew goddamn Barrymore. Yeah, who was... Inexplicably married to Tom Green for an entire year and three months. He must have a real big Canadian style dick. Chris is yeah. a big Canadian style dick. Thank you. Yeah, I, I yeah, I can't even understand why. I think it must have been some kind of weird publicity stunt. Is the only thing I can think of. Like they paid Drew Barrymore to be married to him for a year. That's the only only reason I can think of. Seems reasonable. Yeah. But she hates. She did this movie. So he uh, he tries to convince her that he's there because the boss's wife Linda is dead. The dead woman. Mm-hmm. The dead Linda. The dead Linda. Wait, wait. Dead Linda's dead. Yes, and um... he manages to find out that the uh, the head of the studio is having lunch, and he's blind. He shows up as a uh, English Bobby. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, but he's blonde. Is there any blonde? Is it people? a blonde? <laughs> did I ask if you were a woman? No. Yeah. Did, did I ask if you were David Davidson? Yes. <laughs> and eventually, uh, fucking Anthony Michael Hall is revealed to be David Davidson. And uh, old Gord pitches his uh, so-called ideas, being X-ray cat. Uh, a baboon and an eyeballs and dripping sauce. Yeah, because the banana is trying to get the job at the telephone company. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'd greenlight it. And uh, Anthony Michael Hall explains he does that. Hey, 
It's these, fucking stupid. These drawings are okay, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. So, wait, wait, uh, wait. Something Tom Green did doesn't make any sense? I know. It's hard to believe. Ba-dam-bam. <laughs> bam Indeed. So, Gord responds, like we all would, with uh, threatening suicide. <laughs> so, you're saying a gun I in should pull the brains out of the back of my skull? And Anthony Michael Hall says, no, what you should do is you should work at this for weeks and weeks and months and weeks and months and years and months and years and years and years. And then, then it doesn't work and out. And then you should blow your fucking brains out. Yeah. Quit your crappy cheese sandwich job. You got to get inside the the animals. That's you know, crucial. Figure out who they are. For later. Yes, it's a setup. Thank you. Yeah, not much later. Like, literally, like, one scene later. Yeah, the next scene. He takes all of his advice very literally. I like that. It's like me. So as he's driving home in his LeBaron back to Oregon, he sees, a, convertible. he sees a deer and says, well, I better get inside this animal. Not just so, a deer, it's a dead deer lying in the road. Mm-hmm. So he guts he, it. Yeah, because he's apparently carrying some kind of fucking hunting knife in his back pocket. I'm not sure. Well, he's Canadian. I think all Canadians are legally obligated to carry Bowie knives. That wasn't a Bowie knife, though. Yeah, no. Chris, don't be dumb. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. The show is based on... 40 million fucking Deutschmarks? <laughs> well, I'm not tired of you already. <laughs> May I? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. You want to yell something or... Deutschmarks. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So he guts, the, he guts the deer. And wears his skin and... Frolics about in the road, you know, getting inside the animals, as it were. Literally getting inside the animal until the logging truck shows up and runs him over. And that uh, was the first time I actually laughed out loud during this movie. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Just splat. Only he gets up afterwards and quotes Brett. And then he, uh, he heads on home. But he takes a quick stop at the stud farm to take a tray full of sandwiches and slam them into his face. Well, he watches well, horses, horses fuck. fuck. Yeah, not into his mouth, but into his face. We just had apparently... a boner jinx about horses fucking. Is that some kind of double boner jinx? That's a reason yeah. we both should be ashamed of ourselves. <laughs> jinx. Horse fuck jinx. Horse fuck jinx. <laughs> uh... And then, yeah, so every time you see horses fucking, you have to buy each other a Coke. Yeah, it doesn't come up a lot. <laughs> so he gets home, and what are they having for dinner? Well, no, first a kid God face plants into his car for no beef. fucking reason. <laughs> well, there's a reason, sort of. Comedy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then he's home. I don't want roast beef, it's boring. And he has to eat the roast beef. You guys beef. always have roast beef. I want a chicken sandwich. Uh-huh. Keep, no, keep going. I'm 28 years old and I can eat a chicken sandwich if I want to. But what's wrong Mike with Mike Fix Given's son is a nuclear physicist and my son can eat a chicken? <laughs> That's true. Yep. And so Agency grabs the chicken sandwich and throws it to the dogs and Tom Green is forced to eat the roast beef. Only he will not eat the roast beef. He goes to bed. Little Lord, say your line. He likes to say <laughs> Little so Lord Fauntleroy. It's Toby's 
I can't remember because you're forcing me into it. Say the goddamn. I can't word. remember. I beat you with my shoe. I know. <laughs> I do. I do the risk when I took this gig. Listen, to Lord Butteroy's tummy hurts because there's too much roast beef in it. <laughs> is the line, Chris? That is the line. God damn. Sorry. Ugh. I'd say I ruined this podcast, but you saw to that much earlier. Yeah, I took care of that <laughs> before we started. I don't remember it starting. <laughs> the podcast has always been going, Brett. It never stopped. The podcast and- is always going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you all right? Do you admit it? They were showing curiosity. It's like the Truman Show, but a podcast. No one yeah. watches it. Nobody has access to this video feed. No, everybody does. You just don't know. I'm not all right. <laughs> the Bretts aren't all right. So, uh, after dinner, Gore finishes his half pipe, like you do. With a nail gun! Did the nail gun work properly, Chris? Yes, this yeah, nail gun nailed, worked yeah. completely. Couple of them quite all the way in. Yeah, he didn't do great, but it worked right. Yeah. It was a proper and nail gun. I applaud this movie for nail gun. Does your dad guns. have, like, bowel problems? <laughs> <laughs> and Warren Ellis breaks his leg on it. Yeah, Williams. and it uh, it's all gross. <laughs> get him a out. job. Is no. a compound fracture. You get a job. Get him an ambulance. <laughs> and and why was Tom it. Green like licking the edges of the bone? Uh, delicious bone marrow. Obviously. <laughs> so we, yeah, uh, that's uh, where that movie got to Tom Green for me again. So he uh, meets up the next day, Gore does, at the hospital, just check on his buddy. And he meets a total Betty. Yeah. And, uh... Named name, name Betty. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, she's total. Like, total Betty. Like, looks, name, everything. Wheelchair, the whole bit. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> she's flipping creamers. Oh, we're gonna have like, another damn wheelchair month, ain't we? Like you do. And we haven't she- done monkey shines yet, so... Yeah. It's just for fun. It's just for fun. So, uh, Gord manages to get her number so he can go on some sort of date with her later. Dates. Although he does not realize she's in a wheelchair at that point. And then he does. Yep. Spoilers. And then he goes and uh, meets his buddy to see how he's doing. And he's in with a pregnant lady in his room who starts to have the baby. And two and Native says, Americans shut slash the fuck up, I'm pregnant here. Yeah. Yeah. Latina. Yeah, I'm not sure what they were supposed to be. And so old Gord, he decides to help out by uh, delivering this baby. Yep. While the other two women, like, pound on skin drums. Some sort of crazy tambourines. Yeah, only they were, no, there weren't the little, like, metal disc things that make the tambourine noise. That's why they were crazy tambourines. Yeah. Crazerines? Yeah. So he, uh, old Gord delivers the baby, chews through an umbilical cord. He's a hero. And spins the baby around to make it a, you know. A wakey-wakey. Wakey-wakey. And then is escorted out of the hospital by security. Because this they hospital, have a problem with heroes. They have a problem with heroes. Yep. Which but is one of season, my favorite bits, I'll be honest. Not, not season one, but maybe season two onwards. And then uh, Gord heads off to have a little date time with his newfound doctor friend. Yep. 
Nurse uh, friend? Betty. Yeah. yeah. And finds out that, oh my god, she's in a wheelchair. And it turns out that she is sexually aroused by being beaten in her paralyzed legs with bamboo sticks. Like Chris. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Chris loves to have his paralyzed paralyzed legs hit with bamboo sticks. He does. I do. They're not the legs oh. I use every day. I have another set. <laughs> He's a robot monster. Just Demon. for special occasions. Yeah. Hey, honey, it's Valentine's Day. I've got my... Put on your legs! <laughs> yeah. That's right. Get ready for my O-Fate. I saved Geneva, you hear Helsinki? <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. God. I get excited. You're over there premature ejaculating quotes from the movie. Prima Freddy and got Actually, yeah, I guess he literally was prematurely ejaculating, wasn't he? It was mostly from all the fingering. <laughs> but anyway, so she turns out to be a honest-to-God amateur rocket scientist because she wants to make a rocket-powered wheelchair because she's awesome. Yeah, who wouldn't want that? <laughs> A man with functioning legs. And we learn things, like she likes to get hit in the legs, she likes to give blowjobs, and she's not paralyzed in the face. And she's yep. not completely put off by a, an umbilical cord that was taped there just for fun. <laughs> it's just for fun. She'll just move it. Yep. All and, of which makes her awesome. Yeah, fellas, if you ever meet a lady who's like, hey, you have an umbilical cord taped to your stomach, but or I'm just going to move it and give you a blowjob, that's that's a keeper. She's a keeper. Or if she's an amateur rocket rocket scientist because she wants to make a rocket-powered wheelchair, also a keeper. Yeah. Well, you got to have both. These are all good signs. All of the signs are good, but separately they're garbage. And then we uh, jump over to... uh, 40 million fucking Deutschmarks? No, not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Where are we at? Breakfast time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Finch shows up. Shit break? Milf lover. Shit break. Sure, whatever. All those things. And, uh, we find good old Gord downstairs during breakfast. Taking a share. Yeah. In full scuba gear. Yep. Yeah. That was the second thing that made me laugh because when Agent Z goes down there and turns off the hot water... Don't tell With me it's too goddamn stupid to know the difference between hot and cold. Yeah. <laughs> and then flushes the toilet, and still there's no response. And so he opens up the curtain, and there's just Tom Green and scuba gear in the shower with his treasure that he found. That's soap on a rope. I'm pretending it's a treasure. You saved me from the barracudas. The, I still saved the, the treasure. The barracudas were in the fucking toilet. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I think I, they were turds. And then I don't remember. Uh, oh, and then uh, Tom Green gives Finch the uh, some speech about how crossed, he... Crossed, crossed. He lives... Yeah, crossed. so he, uh, since, you know, he lives in his own little shithole and can't afford to eat breakfast, so he comes here to eat for free, and maybe he'll get a job, cross his fingers, and crossy fingers, jobby, jobby... Nonsense out of of Tom Green's face that just made me want to punch him. Um, Yeah. Mm hmm. (laughs) So then he gets caught wearing his 
his dad's suit backwards, being the backwards, the backwards man. man. Backward man, backward man, backward man. I can walk back as fast as you can. Backward yeah. Man. And that's where my wife just left the room. That was one of my favorite bits. Because <laughs> that movie just was way too Tom Green for her at that point. Fair. And uh, he convinces his dad that he has a computer job for which he needs trapper keepers and compasses. And liquid paper. So his dad gives him a hundred bucks to get trapper keepers and such. For his computer job. Yeah. But he just uses it to take his girlfriend out on the town because if they don't go on a date, the ratio of blowjobs to dates is all fucked up. Sucking to dates, I think it was. Yes. So off they go to a nice fancy restaurant. It's a it fancy. Is fancy. And he, uh, Gord is under, uh, he, he's been telling his lady friend that he's some sort of stockbroker. Yes. Shows her some graphs and charts and such. That he made on he, his computer. Yep. And then his mobile phone rings. And he gets all amped up over this phone call. I'm fucking fired, Bob! Yep. No, go ahead, do the whole bit. He yells him bad about the Deutschmarks and... Wait, how many Deutschmarks? 40 Wait, fucking million Deutschmarks, Bob! And so if he says, Geneva, what is Bob here? You hear Helsinki? <laughs> and old uh, Agent Z hears all this and goes over and uh, asks him, you know, why he's got his uh, kitchen phone and tape recorder. Calls his girlfriend a retard slut whore, I believe. I'm not retarded! Yeah. And then a, a food fight breaks out. And by food fight, I mean green bean bottles. Yeah, yeah. And the kid who took a face planted into Tom Green's car earlier gets hit in the head with a bottle on his birthday while he's printing his birthday cake. He's fine. And everything is uh, falling apart until the cops show up. Get off the bar, asshole! Indeed. And then and- Gord's girlfriend bails him out. Mostly to piss off Gord's dad because he called her a retard slut whore. Fair enough. I would too. And she says, man, the problem with your uh, little drawings right now is that you just, you, you need to listen to some music, get something to relax. eat. Chill yeah, out. Relax. Yeah. So he makes... I only have two hands, Betty. <laughs> So obviously what that means is make an elaborate rig involving pulleys, sausages, and a Casio keyboard. <laughs> and um, needless to say, Agent Z doesn't take too kindly to this. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Yeah, I love it though when the Agent Z stomps through the Casio keyboard and just like breaks it in half. That was awesome. I don't understand Agent Z. From Men in Black. Yeah, that's the guy's name. Rip oh. Torn. And, Rip Torn. Yeah, and Men in Black. I that guy. Yeah. Yeah, because his name's not made up in any way. It's true. Rip Torn. Okay, I don't, I don't remember what happens next. Uh, they go to counseling. Oh, oh yeah. Of course they do. <laughs> that's when they say the thing. <laughs> go on, Brett. Tell us the oh. thing. So Gordy's talking about how he wants to eat a chicken burger and do animations, and his dad uh, 
called him some stuff or something, but then he explains that his dad took his Freddy down behind the furnace. He's a his child molester. His pants area. In his pants area, he then he fingers him. Freddy got fingered. Yeah, that's the bit. He's a child molester. <laughs> and yeah, and so the social worker then goes and procures Tom Green's younger brother, Finch, the 25-year-old man, and sticks him in the... My dad doesn't finger me. The Institute for Molested Children. Molested Children, yeah. Oh, where they watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's so good. Yeah, it's pretty perfect. <laughs> And this is before they did any of the remakes, so it was like the actual Chainsaws. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Movie's 15 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, TCM, that, that movie channel, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. My favorite movie channel. <laughs> so old Gord heads out to the uh, the airstrip. Yep. Where Betty's uh, trying to get her rocket wheelchair to work. Don't yeah. you feel like a stupid dummy? And that's when he says, look, I'm going to give up on my dreams because dreams are dumb. I'm going to get a cheese sandwich job. So he does. And she says that if... Submarine Supreme. And he says what? He says what? If uh, his dream of being an animator is as dumb as her dream of having a rocket-powered wheelchair. Yeah. He must be a real stupid dummy. So now Gord's giving up on his dreams... And while working at the cheese sandwich factory, house, hut, whatever. He's mopping the goddamn windows. No, no, no. He he gets a sandwich returned to him. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, because the cheese sandwich that this man ordered did not have enough nearly cheese enough on cheese it. on it. And we can't have we people can't saying have that. there's not enough cheese on a cheese sandwiches. It's just two pieces of bread. I'd lose my job. I could lose all of this. As he just piles, like, stacks and stacks of slices of sliced cheese onto this bread and then proceeds to throw lettuce and salami slices at the man. And the man justifiably says, (laughs) what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? We can stick it in your bum bum. You can stick it in your bum bum. (laughs) I don't know. I'd just, I'd take the stacks of cheese and go eat them, but then I wouldn't crap for, like, ten days, but... (laughs) Uh, worth it. The price you pay. Totally worth it. And old Gore decides that he's going to follow his dreams. Not yet. No? No, he's got to mop the tables first. First he's got to mop the tables and explain to the 14-year-old kid that's his boss. (laughs) Yeah, because he sees on the TV television that uh, Betty has actually created her rocket-powered wheelchair that goes from what? Zero to 60 in four, four seconds? seconds? Yeah, because she'd be dead. And while I respect your authority <laughs> here as Submarine Supreme... I respect your position of power. <laughs> he, he then quits and decides, well, if Jesus Christ, I said if she could make a rocket-powered wheelchair, I could be an animator. And now she has a rocket-powered wheelchair, so I'll be a fucking animator. And so he heads back off to Hollywood to pitch his show. Zebra in America! <laughs> Yeah, because uh, what his friend told him that his drawings about his dad, his cartoons about his dad, 
were pretty funny. And so then he just just goes running into the the office and yelling Japan four and and then gets it get presents it to Anthony Michael Hall, who tells them that the dad character is totally unrealistic. But thankfully the porn shows up. Yeah. Busts in there, starts acting a maniac. Throws Drew Barrymore into a bunch of barrels. <laughs> hey, who hasn't wanted to throw Drew Barrymore into a bunch of barrels, huh? Show a hand. Whoopi Goldberg. Okay, that's also a good a good pull. Yeah. Bull boys on the side. And uh, Anthony Michael Hall thinks this is all just a bit, so he's all for it, and he just greenlights it on the spot. One million dollars. Yep. This was in like 2001 money, so that meant something. Yeah, it was a good two two million dollars now, maybe. Yeah, one point five. So old Gore takes his check to the bank where his buddy works, and says, "I want you to deposit all of this, but a hundred thousand. I gotta go do a thing." Into my checking savings account. Yes, his checking savings. <laughs> Which the funny thing is, though, whatever he spends all his money on is still better than if he invested in real estate in two thousand one. Helicopters. <laughs> and he uh, makes a grand romantic gesture by renting a helicopter and buying a bag of jewels. Yep. And presenting them to Betty, who says, I don't really want jewels. I just want to suck your cock. Yeah. It's beautiful, really. Which just makes her a slut instead of a retard slut whore because she's, at that point... Neither a retard nor a whore. That's true. Just a slut. Yeah, she keeps just crossing things off the list. But he's got some unfinished business. Gord does. So he does the only reasonable thing. And like Call of Duty, Rainbow Six, SEAL Team, whatever. Go. Yeah, and like sneaks into his dad's house. Because the mom has left, because the dad is obviously a child molester. One big chick. And uh, uses night vision goggles and a laser-targeted trank gun and tranks his dad. And then does something with the house for a large amount of money, like $750,000. And then Riptoid wakes up with a beard. Guess and where they the are? It wanders into the bathroom. We're in Pakistan. Water. Yep, because he's gonna go. They, why don't we go sew some soccer balls, Dad? Which was an insult that his dad had used on him earlier. That if he they lived in Pakistan, he'd he'd have been sewing soccer balls since the age of four. And, and he, uh, uh, his dad gets super mad about all this and chases him. <laughs> the house falls down. Chaos ensues. His dad chases him through the uh, Pakistani village, only to be jerked off uh, on onto by by Gordo and an elephant. Thank you for your proper English. Why was there an elephant in the middle of the desert? Because Pakistan. Elephant milk. Everybody knows that elephants are native to Pakistan. Yeah, and and elephant dicks are a different color. I I've seen them before. They're weird. They're they're that big, but they're like they're prehensile. Like they can like move around. Like 
a snake. It's it's bizarre and it's creepy, but they're more pink. Yeah, I just, I know these things I just from my honeymoon. I found that out on my honeymoon. I just want to point uh, that. Out. <laughs> and I like it. That's week two of Troy's <laughs> Animal Kingdom penis facts. Yeah. <laughs> what animal penis will Troy tell us about next? Come back and find out. Cats. Uh, I don't know. Are we watching? Oh, for Turbo Kid, we'll go with Red Rockets, but that'll be <laughs> dog dicks. <laughs> yes, yes, that actually was right this time. DDP. Dime Squatter. Oh, come on, listen, feel. Dime Squatter. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> anyway, and, uh, so they're they're kid. They're then what taken prisoner. Yeah, by the Pakistanis. Buenos Dias. You know the 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 Al Shabab Qaeda Taliban ISIS. And then they're ISIS. miraculously released and come home to great fanfare. And old Timmy there gets chopped up by uh, propellers on an airplane. But he's okay, Dad. I'm okay. And then we get some Eminem on the way out because yep. why not? Well, because he, he name he checks line Tom about Green, Tom yeah. Green, and the Moose. I knew why. <laughs> Y'all are fucking up. Thanks, the bitch. Troy. <laughs> and that's Freddy got fingered. Yep. The least horror movie we've ever done. We finally got to do it with the best soundtrack, though. Yeah, it was actually a really good soundtrack. So, what do you think? Mr. Brett? Well, I think this movie is absolutely goddamn magnificent, and everyone should watch it all the time, ever. Tom Green is funny as fuck. Watch this goddamn movie. 10 out of 11. 11 out of 10. Wow. It's perfect. There's nothing wrong with this movie. Okay, that's a very bold statement. You're a bold statement. (laughs) Christabel? I'm a big fan of this movie. Although, I will admit, this is a very polarizing movie. This is the kind of thing where you don't usually come in in the middle. You're either like, that was fine, or you're like, that was awful. It's it, not a lot of middle ground on this one. Personally, I think it's it's good stuff. It was, uh, I believe, Mr. Zack from uh, the, King, the Kingdom of Loathing. Yep, uh, to be found on uh, Video Games Hot Dog. He uh, said something I can agree with that he likes to name, he likes to drop a quote just to see if anybody picks it up, and that's how you know if the person you're talking to is worth talking to. Forty million fucking Deutschmarks, Bob. I would say give this a go. If you don't like it within ten, fifteen minutes, it's totally understandable, and you should stop watching it immediately. But if you do like it, you're gonna like the rest of it. I say give it a try if you got nothing better to do. It's pretty good. And does have a great soundtrack. Mr. Troy, your thoughts? I'm going to just say that you're wrong a lot because I kind of fell into the middle ground where the less Tom Green-y this movie got, the more I liked it, which the back end of this movie was less Tom Green than the front end. So I would say if you don't like it 15 minutes in stick it out it gets better 
as far as I was concerned, you saw the worst part of the movie already. Um, <laughs> so it was okay. I am not upset that I watched it. I'm not sure I'm going to ever watch it again. But there were plenty of enjoyable parts to this movie. So I will give it a resounding. Eh, it was okay. It's the kind of movie that you'll watch, and then three days later, you're, like, thinking about parts of it. Not the whole movie. As a narrative, it's not very good. You're parts of it. Thank you. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not a huge Tom Green fan, I but there are parts of this movie where it's not so heavy-handed, like, Tom Green just being ridiculous and Tom Greeny. And those parts are actually pretty decent, especially when Rip Torn just like gets to gnaw on whatever scenery happens to be nearby. Oh, that guy was so drunk the whole time he was making this. <laughs> well, you know, it, that's why he can't do uh, many black movies anymore. So, uh, then, uh, but yeah, I it's I think it's worth watching once, but don't expect to love it. Expect to maybe hate it at the beginning, but then enjoy it more towards the end. But don't worry, we're going to be back to our conventional uh, format next week. Yep, but we still get a comedy. That's true. What are, what are we watching? We're watching Scouts versus the Zombie Apocalypse. Yes, I think Mr. Green recommended that one to us. And uh, I know Mr. Green has been a long time coming, but we've had a lot of stuff to work through <laughs> these last few months because luckily we've had a lot of requests from our listeners Listeners. And, uh, our listeners, yeah. And if people wanted to request more stuff so that we could delay more Mr. Green movies, Brett, how would they do so? Well, you can find us on the Facebooks at Dog Dick Princess. No, you can not, email us not at dogdickpodcast at gmail.com. Not also not We're true. on Reddit at ddpodcast at Reddit. <laughs> We're also, you can find us on Twitter at Dog Dick Prince. Um, we're on Google Play as Dog Dick Princess to some capacity. You can find us on Stitcher and iTunes as Dog Dick Princess. Dog Dick Princess has some sort of. Um, we, we have some things on YouTube as well, I think. Uh, oh, wait, dogdickprincess.com. Literally none of that was right. None of it. Uh, or you just swap out like Slaughterhouse Princess for most of that RSHP podcast or anything like that. Yeah, don't. You have one fucking job. You have well, one you fucking Dog job. On Facebook. He was committed. He was committed can... to the bit, Chris. Come on. I mean, I'll give him that. Or you can email us at dogdickpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Reddit as DD Podcast. You can also find us on Stitcher and iTunes and Google Play as Dog Dick. It's the same exact you bit, you're just saying it again. Com. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. No, that, that's all I'm doing. That's. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> They've heard it more than a hundred times. I can call it dog dick once. Oh, all right. Yeah. Sure. Why not? 
Yes, because, you know, if my wife, I can tell her I love her a hundred times, but if I told, called her a dog dick once, that's perfectly fine. Uh, oh, God. So don't listen to anything Brett says. <laughs> oh, I thought it was over already. And then we'll be back. Dog dicks. Dog dicks. Sure. Yeah, next week we'll be Slaughterhouse Princess once again because I don't think we can handle any more of this. Next Halloween we'll be Dog Dick Princess again. No, no, we're we gonna watch Stripes. Never again. <laughs> Holy shit. That was amazing. Yeah, I can do a dolphin impression for some reason.